to Pop of Color Pod. I'm Ruby. And I'm India. We're two women of color recapping all things Bravo through our personal lens. As women of color, we like to focus on the underrated Bravo shows with inclusive casts. And if we're feeling generous, we'll add even more Bravo sprinkles on top. Ruby, don't forget that as we catch up on the Bravo chaos, we also like to catch up on the chaos of our lives. And there's never a shortage of that. Here's this week's episode. Let's pop off. Poppies, we back. Happy 2023. I don't know why I sound like a... Do your um, your best... uh, What is that girl that we didn't like? Boop, 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 boop. Oh, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> I don't even remember her name. <laughs> I don't either. That's really sad. Yeah, um, but her impact. Come on, the, the, the track star. She's a runner. She's a track star. <laughs> <laughs> Mon, no, it wasn't Monietta. That yes. was the other one. Oh my God. I loved Monietta though with the white husband. She was funny. Yeah, Neo's ex. Because he was white. literally giving face the whole, like he was mm-hmm. king of reactions. He was the Gertie of Atlanta. Um, Yesterday, India was like, I want raw content. And I was like, you want raw? We'll give you Nick Cannon with 11 children raw. That's oh, how yeah. we today. That's because we were arguing. Well, not even arguing because me and Ruby never argue. We never get to that point. I think Ruby just is like well, a, a rogue Libra. And so she just like says what she wants to say. And then my Capricornus is like, no, no, no. And then she's like, okay. And then we like have a debate and then- then it's over (laughs) (laughs) well also like I am just so impulsive which is like very Libra uh we love an impulse so like I won't and also I speed read so I don't read something the whole way and I'll just like pull out the keywords and I was like are you defending Heather on our (laughs) podcast Oh, my mother so much of my mother and you're like ruby we're literally on the same side and i'm like oh okay cool i'm like ruby like this is what the audience thinks or this is what everyone on the tv show thinks not what i think i got and then literally just as quickly as i got spun up i like came back down immediately i was like okay cool i'll see you tomorrow I'm forever that meme that's like I'm fine I just have to be dramatic first oh yeah Ruby is very dramatic I was it's like more performative though I think I don't actually care about 99.9% of things but I just like I like the positive feedback cycle of when I act crazy and people respond you know what I mean yeah Bitches love crazy. They say Which that they me, don't. I'm like, if I say crazy things, I will, I regret it. Like, well, when like, you go crazy, you go like is, in. Which is why That's I just try not to, which is why I don't. Because every time I do, I regret it. I'm like, oh my gosh, what did I just say? I meant every single word, but I, now I have to somehow say that I didn't mean every single word. And I think about it till See, the end of time. That's like how whenever like I have a relationship end, that's how that goes like whether it's romantic friendship family like they're like no but tell me what you really think I'm like I don't know if we should do that and they're like no to be honest and then I eviscerate them viscerally or verbally I should say and they're like crying I'm like well um you asked for that out (laughs) and um wish you the best I feel like Mm it's um I don't know if you remember that summer house reunion where like Luke said something probably about Sierra and he was like, I just wish her the best and Hub House like flipped out and she's like, no, you don't. 
And I was like, no, you can wish somebody the best while like them being the fuck away from you. That's like a very possible thing. Yeah, I appreciated that from what you're talking about from Southern hospitality. No, 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 no. Remember back, it was like Summer House when the first season they had Sierra. I don't know if it was about Sierra or Hannah, but Luke was like, I wish her nothing but the best. And Hub House was like, she like had like a like freak out moment internally, but she said it out loud where she's like, I hate when guys say that, like they don't mean it. And I'm like, no, I feel like you can mean like you wish someone the best, but the fuck far away from. Yeah. Like I wish you well, but well away from me. Yeah. Well over there, like well across the country. Wishing harmony on people just brings it back to you people. So I think I'm just there. I also think I'm just pumped up because as you know, I was ill over New Year's. Rona part two got me. I can admit it. People wear your mask on that plane. I was, I don't know why I was that dumb because it was like not regular travelers. It was like the amateur travelers because it was the holidays. Right. So I like liken people, people in the airport in December are like the same people who go to Vegas for the first time on their 21st birthday. Like they don't know what they're in for. And they're not ready and they ruin it for everybody else. And so Miss Rona caught me. I literally was like, oh, I'm just doing this as a formality. Like, I don't feel too great. Um, And literally the text that I was sending people right before, it always happens like this too, where you're like, um, like it was a friend of mine's birthday. And I was like, oh, I would FaceTime you happy birthday. But like, I look like crap and I feel like crap right now. And I really thought it was like a cold and that people were going to act like, like you're acting dramatic. Like if I didn't want to go out or something for new year's. And then I took that test and boy, that positive popped up in three seconds. I know it's a 15 minute test, but it went choo. Oh my, like a pregnancy test. You're having corona. <laughs> like, woo. And I literally, they're was, like super contagious, super contagious. I was so shocked that like I took a picture of it me a healthcare professional took a picture of it next to the packet where it tells you what each result means sent it to my other public health friends and I was like does this mean I have COVID (laughs) like are we sure and the minute like it settled in like I was down and that's not how I like to bring in the new year so I was like really anxious at the beginning of the week because I was like I had a plan like I had tasks I wanted to do around my apartment I wanted to like set up all my routines and all this stuff and then like the night before I went back to work remotely albeit I like spiraled and like doom scrolled till 1 a.m because I was just like I'm not ready I'm not ready (laughs) I haven't done my (laughs) process and then like literally I just like woke up and opened my laptop in my pajamas and drank a coffee and I was like you're fine (laughs) And wow. then, again, dramatic, and then we're over it, and it's like it never happened. That's kind of a Capricorn too. Like that might be your well, Capricorn, well, your Capricorn moon. Yeah, the rule of Cap moons because I do the same thing. I like spiral for a second. Like I cry, have an anxiety attack, whatever it be, and then I'm like, all right, the show must go on. Like tears. It like literally leaves my, my body, and I have yeah. amnesia, and I'm like, that never happened. Like, oh, and if I'm PMSing, I'm like. I don't know what you're talking about. Like John will be like, you're PMSing. Like you don't, you're not normally this sensitive. And I'm like, what are you trying to say that my sensitivity doesn't matter? Like, what the fuck are you trying to say about me right now? Okay. And then the next day I'm like, yeah, so my period just came on. He's like, yeah, I know. I know. 
Oh, <laughs> oh my word. Because I get, why do we get so offended when men are like, it's your period? Like, it must be coming on. You're not normal. Well, because sometimes, sensitive. sometimes ignorant slut men say that who don't know you or who aren't right. with you. And they just say that to like be a dick. Like, for example, my father. No, well, <laughs> not kidding. Just like, I'm not calling him names, but I'm just saying like, he'll say stuff like that sometimes. And it's like, bro, silence is golden. You don't need to say a single word because it's not true. It's just him saying that because like he's not clever enough to come up with anything else. And then uh, but like when someone knows and they're right, that's like even more offensive, I feel like, because it's like, how do you know me better than I know myself? That's that's an Avril Lavigne song. I feel like that's yeah. not that's not how the world should be working. I'm like, whatever. No. And then it does come on. And I'm like, wow. I was PMSing. I'm so sorry. I treated you that way. I was being sensitive. I was being a little bitch. I mean, he never says the word bitch. Like he will never. He's like the B word. Like if he hears it, he's like good. the B word. Like, and I'm like, I don't like oh, when people, you're so cute. I, I don't like women. I don't know why, but like when men say bitch, I like, oof. Side he doesn't eye. even say like it in like reference to like, get in, like we in this bitch. Like he won't even say it like that. <laughs> we in this beeline. <laughs> We in this business. We in this B word. <laughs> but watch them B words. He's so funny. Um, what was I gonna tell you? Um, yeah, the cat moon is real because why did I feel better once I was like in my work emails and like telling people about themselves? I was like, okay, we're back. <laughs> like I'm getting <laughs> shit done. I'm right. Like I'm telling people things exist that they don't know that they exist. I'm like, yeah, I made that for you and you forgot. Like. The just position of knowledge is like a reaffirming feeling for me. The position of leadership. I think that's what it is. It's oh, like, high wow. key. <laughs> I, I like, I, my work bestie and I, and she listens to this. It's her birthday today. Happy birthday, Erin. Happy birthday, Erin. Oh, she also thinks you're hilarious. And I was like, what about me? <laughs> but she also Oh, hi, Erin. Um, Virtual hugs for your birthday. But we talk about all the time, like, wouldn't it just be nice to like be dumb, to not care, to not have aspirations because we suffer so much from like being the people who know things. And I also suffer from, like you said, being like, I say yes to everything or like, I'm happy to run something or plan something and be in charge of something. And then I'm exhausted. Like I watched the holiday from my other podcast and let me tell you, the older I get, the Cameron Diaz character gets further and further triggering. Like she was yeah, talking for about, sure. like, oh, you know, like women over the age of 35 that are single and have stress, like you see it on their face and like men stay young. I was like, oh my fucking goodness. <laughs> like <gasps> we've got time, Ruby. We've got time. We had time. And then also my favorite, like most relatable line that she said this time, this year watching it was when she said, like, I'm going to go away for peace and quiet or whatever it is like people go on vacation for. Because I think I also (laughs) get unsettled by being out of my routine for too long. It doesn't mean I have to be at work, but like I have to have like, uh, you know, an order to my life. I start to feel homesick from like my safe space when I'm like away too long. Like I've always been like that. Like even 
my mom said when we were, when I was like 10 or something, we were in Savannah for a Girl Scouts trip and I was crying the entire time. She was like, why are you crying? I was just like, I'm homesick. She's like, but I'm right here. I said, I know, but I want to go home. <laughs> I want, like, no, no. I'm sick for the home that I live in. <laughs> yes. Like I want to go home. I'm not sick for you lady. <laughs> <laughs> so I used to cry when she would leave too. And she would give me teddy bears every time. Like here, like mom and she even like I'll even ask her sometimes like can you send me something that smells like you and so like she'll send me like a t-shirt that smells like her and then I like sleep with it me and my mom is it a 31 year old woman like asking for her mother's clothes no I think there's women who are like way creepier close to their moms and like you, you know when people are like my mom is my best friend I'm like my mom is not my friend like that like oh, my I mom is my mom more friend. than I love my mom more than anything on this earth, but like to me, best friends, there's certain things that I don't talk about with my mom that I talk about with my best friend. Like I have a lot of boundaries with her, but that's also because she's a loud mouth. Like she's a blabber mouth. Um, yeah. I think the only thing I child. don't. She doesn't know how to keep secrets. So. Oh, my mom. Keep, I think she keeps secrets. I haven't heard anything. I think your mom has more secrets from you. Mm, yeah. From her. For sure. Her <laughs> your mom got out. a secret life. Um, but oh, I, I mean, have. the the more we like, <laughs> the older we get, like me and her talk, like best friends about our relationships and like, yeah, like, you know, like just comparing stories and stuff. Like, it's so funny now. I love it. Um, but That's I do not talk to her amazing. about sex. We do not talk about sex. I might say, yeah, John, like he was sleeping in the bed and I like, like yeah, like sure, she's not whatever, like, but it's never like, we were dick. He, I, he dicked me down last yeah. night, mom. Like, <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> we just imagine her stories these days oh my gosh the libra just screams i'm like how did i not see this until well, my, because she used to be I'm married in my 30s yeah and we didn't yeah she, we and, would hope she wasn't doing that you know yeah for sure when she's raising y'all but yeah she now that we're older it. it's like well she's I giving second act she really is she's giving like what is yeah, that other for sure she's giving book club book club I was gonna say like any movie with Diane Keaton <laughs> yeah anyone with like Jane Fonda and Diane Keaton yeah that's India's mom for sure my mom is giving telenovela all day <laughs> your mom is giving um weird. like uh what is a good telenovela look like an older like a grown-up cast I'm like what telenovelas do you know <laughs> not many but I, w- I have seen a couple I'm just trying to think okay I don't know I'm mess. You know, I almost said Jane the Virgin. <laughs> nah, I mean she would be the grandma. <laughs> no, I don't want to be. I don't want to be Jane or the mom because they were both raggedy. Um, I could not stand. Like I watched Jane the Virgin for like two seasons, but Jane would grind my gear assist. Oh, I watched it to the you. end. I did. I she was annoying. Jane the Virgin. What I'm weak though is um, like you know how all these artists this like post pandemic, I guess they got like recharged and they're like, I'm doing my return tour or my farewell, you know, like Janet's coming back. Elton John did like his 50th farewell yeah. tour, all this stuff. This like this pop group that was like in a teen telenovela when I was a teen, like when we were in high school, they're doing like a reunion and me and my baby cousin are like waiting for the dates. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm going to be 32 years old in this bitch, like dressed like when I was 15. And it's going to be not embarrassing to me, but maybe for other folks who have to witness me. 
I mean, absolutely not. I think it's going to be so much fun. There's going to be other people dressed just like you. It's like the millennium tour. Like everyone dressed like. Oh yeah. It's probably going to be people even older than me because these people are now like late thirties, early forties, like the participants of the band. And I'm like, if y'all are going to dress the way y'all used to dress, because it was like mid 2000, like going, you know how like now that indie sleaze look is back that what they call it, where it's like, everybody was wearing like the weird neon colors and torn clothes. Like they were dressed like that. And the girl that I liked always had like a star sticker on her forehead. I was like, I'm ready for my body glitter and my star sticker on my forehead. And like, let's get this life. You're going to like, look like the meme of that girl who's like, I don't know, her face is like this. She's got like purple glitter all over her face. You know what I'm talking about? She's yeah, because like, I share that one all the time. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. Body glitter and exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> like that's about to be like, this is like I said, this is the year I'm saying yes to stuff for Ruby more so than for other people but you know I'm gonna be busy you know it's gonna be booked. you're always booked and busy <laughs> like at least so hopefully be booked and busy for shenanigans rather than responsibilities do you know what I'm saying yeah <laughs> not that I don't get into them regardless wherever I am but you always get into shenanigans it's that it's that Sonia Morgan lifestyle <laughs> well not quite but you know what I mean um, but yeah, I'm pumped. 2023, let's fucking go. I know. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm revived. Yes, yes, me as well. And if you are still on the hunt for a planner, shameless plug. I have a digital one that I yes. created that you can use on your iPad, on your computer. So um, yeah, it's down there in the um thing below. <laughs> you want to hear some breaking news? Because that's breaking why I'm news. Like a breaking Bravo news. I literally had a text message. About what? From my girlies. Lisa Rinna is, quote, grateful as she announces exit from the Real Housewives (gasps) of Beverly Hills after eight seasons. No way. That literally just happy birthday to me. That's God, because for those of you who don't know, the 12 days of Christmas is not December 12th to the 24th. It's the 12 days after, because we're doing a cultural lesson right now. Mañana es el Día de los Reyes, January 6th, before the psycho insurrectionists took over. It's called Three Kings Day, and that's the 12th day after Christmas when the Three Kings arrived to give baby Jesus his presence of frankincense, something in So as our final gift on the 12th day of Christmas, we have received Rena out. Praise We are so happy about it. That is um, the work. Wow, I can't believe that she's out. That is the work of Gaspar, Baltasar, y Melchor. You're welcome, y'all. That's the name of them kings. I don't know how they are in English. Wow, wow. Bethany, wow. My friend wrote, in all caps, he wrote, I could cry. (laughs) Praise, 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 praise. I am shocked. God, Tina is good, y'all. I but am also, shocked. I'm sad because tomorrow is another big day for another housewife. Do you know what tomorrow is? What's tomorrow? The sentencing of Jen Shaw. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> it is. It is. Listen, everybody. As I say every week on this show, I am aware and I agree that she is guilty. Guilty as sin. But I can still grieve the loss. Because I still love her. <laughs> she is very guilty. Did you hear about the recent um 
stuff has come out that the Bravo doc. Yeah, I mean, about. I just like skimmed it because I don't want to know more. Because it's because someone else was like, "Oh no, she's trying to get like less time." I'm going to speak, and they spoke. I bet you that was Dana Fanana's friend. <laughs> they said it was like someone that she had it or that had a restraining order against Jensha. Well. I'm like now thanks to your solo episodes, which I finally finished like earlier this week. Um, I was weak because you were like, I'm calling her Dana Fanana forever. So Dana Fanana <laughs> this and Dana Fanana. I was like, damn, what is India talking about? And then I caught up on the episodes and I was like, oh, she's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Jen Shaw, I think Jen it. Shaw called her that Dana Fanana. I know. I I love I love my Jen Shaw. And you know what? People of the courts. Um, you know, make her say sometimes. <laughs> I mean, so why did you call you Jen? Ruby. <laughs> but like, also, I need her on my TV because it's going to be, Salt Lake is going to go down the drain next year. I am interested. Salt Lake without her is going to go down. Because I think they're filming three and four back to back. They're doing like a Jersey situation. When um, Teresa went to jail? Yeah. Like, I think they're doing three and four back to back so that we can get as much Jen as possible because they know that when she's gone, the show is going to suffer because she keeps people moving. You know what I mean? Because yeah. all the non-Jen drama this season has been garbage. We'll get into it, but like it wasn't that good. So people of the courts, if you're listening <laughs> to this podcast, that'll come out like seconds before the sentencing. Uh, you know, be <sighs> judicious make her serve but she could also serve like you know 10 additional years of community service and just like three or four in prison you know okay ruby you know jenshaw is like she has children y'all sorry i was trying to those old people you know we're at the end of their rope so i don't know i know it's wrong but i don't want to be right at this moment it's not always about being right, you guys. <laughs> and, you know, I'm interested in seeing the way that um, that I like the friend dynamic is like without her because everyone walks on eggshells around her because she's a terrorist. Like you can't even tell her she's wrong without her being like, I don't just like it being a lot. And I'm interested in seeing how Heather is without Jen because she yeah. already burned her bridge with Whitney and Whitney even last night was like just saying how different, you know, like yeah. you can tell they're just not on the same page at all. Oh yeah. And um, it was very depressing. Oh yeah. But that's all Heather's fault. So I'm interested in seeing because there's no way her and Meredith. I think Heather will probably crawl back to Whitney eventually. For sure. There's no way her and Meredith. She can't. That's her only ally right now. Not um Lisa Barlow, not Dana. Yeah, not and that's like on a Angie very K. that's on a very weak um what's that called? Like foundation. Yeah. Weak foundation. There, I mean, the thing that they have to do if they want to survive, <clears throat> listen up, ladies of Utah, if you want to make it through this, is that they need to go the like Sonia Luann uh Ramona Bethany route where like the four of them just switch allegiances every season like remember you should because you just like re-binged all of it but like the way that those four handled like seasons seven through eleven were like each year there were different pairs for and against each other 
but they were all still kind of friends at the end of each season. That's what that core four needs to do if they want to succeed. Is like all stay friendly enough with each other and be like, I forgive you. I forgive you. Even if they don't mean it. And then like pair off in different combos. Cause you know, some seasons it was like Bethany and Sonia kind of versus Ramona and Luann. Some seasons it was like, uh, Luann and Sonia versus Bethany and Ramona. Some seasons it was Ramona versus Luann and Bethany. So like, they need to be able to like all quote, stay friends, but shift the pairings. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the they just season. can't do that. I think um, they got like I think their mistake is like they let it like blow up to their heads too much. Where like and also because the kind of fans that people have now in Housewives, everyone's like, I'm a Stan, like I'm a Barlow Stan, I'm a Meredith Stan, I'm a Whitney Stan. I don't think anyone's ever said they're a Whitney Stan, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, like <laughs> you know, like they go all in and they're like, my queen can do no wrong, and so I feel like they each think they're invincible. Invincible. And they need to like clock in to work. They and need I think to they're just Potomac in Miami and do that, baby. Yeah. Cause they're falling into that Beverly Hills, like we're gonna talk about this shit for years type of thing. Yeah. And as much as it somehow works for Beverly Hills, and even though we complain about it every season, they still do it. Yeah. Um, it doesn't work for any other other cast. Yeah, each like, city has to have its own signature thing. Yeah. And I don't think Salt Lake has really figured theirs out yet. So we will. Well, I think theirs is going to prison. So <laughs> we'll see what I happens. Like, y'all can act like you said, let's see everybody's little angel Heather Gay when she has no Jen Shaw to make her look better as a person. Because everyone's like, oh, Heather's such a good friend to Jen, who's a cyclone. It's like, yeah, but Jen is interesting. Like Jen gives us parties, gives us fashion, gives us titties gives us glasses broken you know boom 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 yeah do you think that- heather and heather's solo content is never good how many times can we get her to talk about eating food that's um, not that interesting to me do you think that season um four of well season four obviously will have a little bit of gin shot in it since they just yeah. shot it like i think season four is going to be like um this whole summer and like the rest the second half of 2022 yeah no wonder they're like because i was like this season went by really fast but it did because Uh, but also i was really happy when they said next week on the season finale i was like praise god i was like because we weren't going anywhere with anything yeah i was getting really tired those bitches were at that table till 4 a.m arguing i liked that you wrote that was a tweet i did appreciate because i was like what <laughs> 4 a.m i i don't even like to like unless i'm really like doing something great and by great like nothing is that great it means i probably like was dancing till mm-hmm. 2 30 first and then i ate like a cheeseburger like that's the only way that i'm up till 4 a.m and like happy about it right you know I mean? like in new year's like even being sick i was like stay up till midnight and then like i had like I'm Latina. So I still did my makeup and dress cute to be like sick and alone because I wasn't going to like bring it in ugly. And so, you know, by the time it's midnight, you what? eat yourself great. <laughs> did I not tell you this? That is shocking to me because I wasn't, I wouldn't, I, I'm not that girl. <laughs> oh, no, 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 baby. If you're Latinx 
you are superstitious, not a little stitious. You're very stitious and you cannot bring in the new year like flaccid and dry and fugly and you want to bring it in how you would like it to be. So if I couldn't be with like people that I enjoy being around, like I was already anxious about being alone. You already know this. Yeah. I was like, that is not a good omen. So I had Miley and Dolly playing and I still did my makeup and I put on like a cute sweater and some bike shorts. So I'd be comfortable. And I was like, we're going to be adorable because it's going to be an adorable 2023. Oh, like my family, even if you're going to the garage, like my cousin sent me picture, my cousin, my family, like extended family does the same thing every year for new year's. It's like, it's always at my cousin's mom's house. She brings my uncle who is like the baby daddy that, you know, they're never been together for real. They get through it. You know, everybody's dancing and they're in the garage, but we're having a good time and we're dressed cute. My hair, my cousin's hair looked better than my hair did. And they had their time. You know, you have to, again, rituals, meaning, intention. It's important. Yeah, I wasn't ugly, you know, and I kind of started most of my new year's, what people call resolutions in October because I was like yeah. why wait um yeah, I'm so not like a huge like I do love the new year but I think I love it because it's Capricorn season so that's like my rebirth anyway it's your time, yeah right but aside from that I'm much more of like a spring like March spring equinox type of girl like when the first yeah. seed like spring like blooms that's when I like also bloom in my life so um <laughs> yeah no I agree I, like New Year's is one of my favorite holidays I think because my family like and my culture it's like a big deal yeah for sure and it's not and it's not like that anxiety of like bullshit that people watch in movies of like oh I need somebody to kiss on New Year's or like I need to be at like the most fabulous place it's just like you want to have positive it, vibes and feel exactly good. like and I like didn't realize this as a kid but it's actually really important um to spend it with your family is who you're supposed to spend it with more so than friends like the first time I asked, like, hang out with my friends for New Year's in high school, my mom was like, no, you can't do that. And I was like, I thought I just hung out with you guys because I was a kid. And she's like, no, it's supposed to be like your family. And we had like a whole discussion. My mom made me let my dad say hi to everybody at the party I was going to in order for me to be allowed to stay at the party. And I was like with nerds, like, you know, I was not like Miss right. in high school. Um, so I was like, yeah, say hi to everybody. This is my dad. And then he left me and then he picked me up at like, or no, I think I stayed over at the girl's house and other people went home, but I was like, yeah, do it. (laughs) I want to go to the party. It's Colin. (laughs) He can say hi to people. What do I care? Like, hello. (laughs) Hello. Welcome to my trailer. Welcome to my trailer. trailer. Hello. (laughs) It's my dad. So yeah. Right. Um, Um, I don't know how we got on that. I have no idea. We've talked so much and I oh, mean, about, about being up till 4 a.m. About being up till 4 a.m. So oh, like yeah. for, for something like that where it's like, okay, then it takes you some time to like wind down and wash your face and set up your bed and whatever, you know. I can understand like or a wedding, like something where it's like the event went till like one or two. Right. But like y'all probably could have they had to have started dinner maybe at 10 at the latest. But also they were like domestically in San Diego in a house. They weren't like even out somewhere in San Diego. So that was just what was wild to me is like y'all had your at home goddess dinner in your ugly clothes and those crowns that like I have that headband. And y'all were legitimately arguing about stuff till 4 a.m. I would have left a long, I would have been like, hey, 
turn in my snowflake. I, I can't be a part of this cast. I have yeah. to go to sleep. This is so boring. Yeah, totally. Because it wasn't even a good argument. It was Dana and Jen. Dana for Nana. <laughs> I guess we might as well talk about it. Um, well, yeah, l- well, let's take a break and yeah. then we'll like actually just get into the episode for this week. Pleasure. Oh shit, I forgot to pour myself another glass of wine. Go pour. Ruby, talk to the I'll people. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> my good sister India is pouring herself some wine. Let me tell you, her solo episodes were so much better than mine. Like, talk about someone who knows how to have a conversation with themselves. I was just like, like popping off all my thoughts and like just giving you bullet points. India was having a conversation for two people on her own. I'm talking about how your solo episodes were so much better than mine because like you truly like, you thought about things and like you worked through like your own <laughs> like talking points with yourself and mine I was just like I fucking hate that person anyways and then <laughs> did that and I was like ooh, that's hot and then I was like I want that necklace and then I was just I like, heard yours necklace. and I'm like we are so much so similar but so different at the same time <laughs> I can't. <laughs> but I always wanted to be like Oprah. So when I like, and I take notes like that, like even when I take notes, I'll like bold like questions for myself or like certain comments. And you get a drink <laughs> tossed in your face and you get a drink tossed in your face. I'll definitely bold. I'm like, okay, this is a good question. Hot take. And I, I, I usually am like that, but like sometimes there's like so much time you know, like there's only so much time. It's yeah. like if I'm in a crunch, it's hard for me. But I do, I feel like earlier I used to do that more and I need to get back to that. And like lately I've just been like, they did that. And that yeah. was crazy. Um, Speaking of hot takes, before we actually get into our shows this week, um, we've been watching Southern Hospitality and we love, we keep texting about Southern Hospitality um, and like who from each of that cast is like what is their Vanderpump rules equivalent because it's like just such a similar formula of people can you hear me yes I can hear you okay well because you kind of looked and I was like I don't know what she's doing <laughs> but uh what's it we like obvi Maddie is the Stasi, but like a little more benevolent kind of Stasi. um Gracie Lynn is like the Kristen slash Sheena of the show. Like she's so chaotic that she's two of the problem characters. And then you have like Emmy and Will are the Katie and Schwartz equivalents. Um, like, and once Emmy got fucked up and was like asking that boy if he liked hot dogs or cheeseburgers, I, I was like, uh oh, tequila Katie, <laughs> she out here. <laughs> I know. I was like, this is so her and the That's Brussels sprouts people stuff too. Her and the Brussels sprouts. I was like. That was too much. Honestly, it was embarrassing that he, then he was like, cheeseburgers. And I was like, oh. And she's like, Do you, would you go straight or diagonal? And I'm like, I don't really, I don't think anyone would understand what you're trying to say, but. No, I, I don't. Yeah. Part of me is like, did he even know what she was saying? Or did they just know what she was saying? Because they knew what they were getting at. Right. Like, you know, like she was just sound so chaotic. And also when somebody's that hammered and they talk to you like that, you're like, oh, they're just talking for no reason. Right. But also he was not offended. Trevor was just, or TJ was just projecting like, yeah. oh my God, it's so embarrassing. And I was like, well, I think that I really liked that conversation that TJ and Mikkel had Me too. because like, that's important though, is like, we went to a college where, and like, obviously we know I have a lot of queer male friends and right. 
um, a lot, like a quite a number of them when we were in college were, we're not-, not out. And so well, did we just say that at the same time? Yeah. Because I mean, we, yes, completely. Because even though we were in a more liberal school, we still lived somewhere conservative and it still mm-hmm. just wasn't even again, we only went to college like 10 to 15 years ago. And even then it was still just like not as acceptable or like, you know, like it was just a matter of conversation all the time. Like, oh, so-and-so's gay or so-and-so might be gay or whatever. Right. And like my best guy friend in college was like very, like, I don't want to say it was clear, but I just kind of like knew inside and people would ask me all the time. I was like, that's a him question. If like you have questions about his orientation, you can ask him yourself. Um, And he didn't even come out to me officially until after we had graduated and like had to work through that a lot. So I thought it was really good that TJ's like, listen, just because like you're going through your own journey with it doesn't mean like people are going to be as like, open and comfortable and like at the same pace as you like you have to really like Mm -hmm. let someone share with you what they want to share with you when they want to share it with you yeah for sure Um, because I like have a distinct memory and like another friend of our friend Justin brought up to me he's like didn't someone about my other friend like didn't someone like push him in a room too and like yell at him to come out like somebody else who was queer and it's like yeah that person did and that probably like set my friend back for sure several years because they were probably already scared and then this person thinking just because they're from the same community that they can do that Mm -hmm. like actually undid like maybe any progress my friend had made at that point in time yeah for sure that's the same story for every single one of my um queer friends and college as well it's like we kind of know but it's your journey to disclose that um And I just, me and my mom were talking about this randomly too, like about like, it's everyone's journey to come out and like, or not, like whether you choose some people don't even not like that's your prerogative. Um, And we were both in agreement on that. So yes, me and my mom are best friends. You talk about everything, but yeah, so I totally agree. Um, I just think TJ, TJ just maybe gets on my nerves. And so, and like his personality is a little grating. I think for some people, he has grown on me, but at first, the first episode when he was like, very like, like on Mikhail, like we need to bully him. I was like, baby, it's not that deep. Like you're not the boss. (laughs) The more him and Mikhail like get along, the more I like him. But when they don't, because I like Mikhail, it's like, Oh, that's why you got mad when I was like, Mikkel's the jacks of the group. I was (laughs) like, to see him like just the chaos agent. Oh, he is super chaos. And he's a little Maddie. Toxic. Like, Jax is like the most toxic demon human. Well, we don't know that Mikkel's not toxic yet. (laughs) Got more episodes to find out. You know, he he likes mess. I don't even know. Like, he was going to throw the drink at the tea party. Yeah, when I was thinking of who else he would be similar to, if we're talking women, he would be Stassi. Like, he would be, like, a Stassi yeah. chaos. Like, Stassi's a type to throw drinks, slap faces. <laughs> like, woo! Or maybe he's the Dodie, remember? Because we, because I had said that Gracie Lynn was more like the Sheena. And so, like, if Gracie Lynn is Sheena, then... But Grace Lily is such a mix between Chris and Dodie and, and Sheena Shay. Gracie Lynn, when she was like all mad that the race car driver found the hot girl hotter than her, I was like, well, <laughs> sorry. That, and then that was very Sheena of her. And then, and that then was when she was, and then even when her, her, the Mia's best friend and like the whole scenario with that the was other so guy, weird. 
and like her calling her friend a hoe and all a hoe and all of that stuff like that was still very Sheena no that was actually more Kristen Doty like it wasn't yeah. like the Sheena part of it was like her wanting the fairy tale and like wanting the guy and then her calling the girl a hoe was the Kristen Doty part yeah <laughs> although Sheena definitely I feel like has that like misogynistic tendency too of like pitting women against each other and like not you know like not being able to be okay with that but she just like, like she oh she must be a whore better with her words like Chris and Dodie is one of those people that just like says what the fuck she like thinks without oh, thinking God. it through word so, vomit Grace Lily is like a mix of those two people so I need to think on oh Grace about. Lily what was I yeah. <laughs> what did you think I said no I have kept calling her Gracie Lynn <laughs> that was Grace Lily <laughs> Not Gracie Lynn. <laughs> ah, I'm so sorry, girl. Oh, you're an icon. I love when she's like, it's wavy, baby. <laughs> I'm like, I want her on my TV. I do like, that's the thing is like, she knows what she's doing because I do want her on my TV for like two more seasons. Just is so it weird? Being like, it's wavy, baby. <laughs> her opinions on dairy are similar to mine. I will food? not. I do not hurt on dairy. Oh, so she's like, I don't India. eat dairy. She's like, so but right. I love mac and cheese, and because she I will not everything. Though. I don't buy like I buy oat milk. I only use oat milk in my coffee or for recipes, unless it's for someone else, and then I'll use whole milk. Like, mm-hmm. but if I'm like eating mac and cheese or like making mac and cheese or like I eat, you know, cheese and like mac and. So cheese. what you're saying is you eat dairy, you just don't drink milk that much. I eat dairy. I just don't drink milk at all. And I don't eat ice cream. Like I'm not an ice cream person. So like the only dairy I really like, like everything else is like mac and cheese. And like if pizza, pizza, like cheese. Yeah. Cheese. cheese. It's in a plenty of stuff. Yeah. It's like the only dairy product that I really like, like is cheese. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna roll my eyes. Like I did when she said that on the when she said, I was like, I'm but like, I kind of understand. <laughs> I'm like, but I kind of understand. I'm literally Maddie in that scene where I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> I'll take some creamer. She's like, but creamer is milk. It's like, yeah, I know. I was so good on it. I was like, I was like, you don't have, to- all you can say is like, I don't in like, I don't like milk in my coffee. Do you have something? Else? You know what I mean? Cause once you say like, I'm dairy free and then that there's all the qualifiers. It's like, oh, I never say I'm dairy free. I just say, I know. I'm white on, like, I just say I love fucking cheese. Like, I love fucking cheese. Anyway. Giving verb rather than adjective, but we understand. <laughs> so calm down with the cheese. Um, also, Below Deck Adventure, flop, de-flop, 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 de-flop. It's so bad. And now they have a hot guy on it. But, like, that's not enough, y'all. Yeah, I haven't watched like it three yet. Minutes of an episode. It I started. <clears throat> I watched Below Deck, the regular one, and I'm all caught up on Camille's bullshit. Like she's just the worst. Ooh, Camille, <laughs> what a wreck! Because she does make me laugh sometimes, but she is not worth it. No, at all. The last and I scene when she was crying, when Alyssa was in, the- <laughs> Alyssa didn't know she was in the room, <laughs> and she's like trying to pull sheets. She's like, get. She's like, what? I'm just trying to do my fucking job. He's like, she's like, someone here has to work. And she's like, you're not working. She's like, do you not see the sheets pulling out of this drawer you've probably never opened before? Like, like you can go somewhere else and cry. Like, let me go cry in your bunk. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a place Alyssa's not going. Poor Alyssa. Like, if I had to deal with that mess, so I would have like, and the cheese too. And the, the fact like, that, like, are you fucking also- mad? <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh my God. That's what literally I was going to say when Fraser said, are you fucking mental? I was like, can you say that to a subordinate? But apparently you can. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also like when you're at the end of your rope, I feel like I like stalked her profile and it's like very clear that like, she's not really doing this for real. Like it's so that she can become a singer. Yeah. So like she was never taking it seriously in the first place. So obviously she didn't really have to regret like what she was or wasn't going to say. Like she probably just knew that her time was going to be limited right. in the first place. Cause yeah, to, to be disrespectful, not just to like Alyssa, but then to Frazier and then like kind of to Sandy almost, you know what I mean? And like, to um Rachel. Cause Rachel was oh, like, can you come finish the like, silverware? I don't want to go cut vegetables with that weird 35 year old girl. <laughs> That was so wrong, but I still laughed. Like, just says things like a crazy motherfucking person. I love how Rachel was like, you know, it's like trying to please mommy. Pleasing Sandy is like trying to please your mom. Like, I'm, I have mommy complex and I'm just here trying to please my mom. I love Rachel. She's so I think, funny. I think now that she doesn't drink as much, like, her true self can shine. You know, yeah, what I mean? for sure. Like, I think she kind of used that. Like, as a crutch of discomfort but then would go too far and then i feel like now she's like a little more controlled her clothes also send me like what was she wearing to dinner that last night <laughs> like her big gold chain necklace and like this weird like dress fancy dress i'm like why are you like to like a same? british wedding <laughs> i was like you're in like i was gonna say fort lauderdale but they're in saint lucia but still like you're in saint lucia like going to like a tiki bar right to wear that <laughs> my good sister but i love her yeah i love rachel um Katie reminds me of like I don't know I don't know if this is like a white girl thing but but, like at my high school and we grew up in towns near each other there were these girls after I graduated high school who like they would be like I think they worked at Hooters but they would be like calendar girls for something all I know is like on Facebook they would post these weird pictures of themselves in bikinis and it's like very similar to Katie's profile the Hooters girls like the the calendar Hooters thing but and they just are like like really poorly airbrushed where it's like really obvious and then they're orange and like have the belly button rings it's like just like a look it's like a very specific southeastern girl look also the fact that katie is going after 14 beat my dick 14 times a day guy <gasps> and he keeps flirting with other girls but and i don't think she knows wants. that yet like no, I don't she think does she oh she doesn't know about the 14 times a day no, he, she, yeah she doesn't know he's a sex addict but he's already like disrespecting like her in her face and she's just like going on i'm over and crying and i'm like then just really be over it she's like I guess yeah every time she giggles back yeah every time she giggles back i'm like okay fake yeah no (laughs) but yeah i i am enjoying below deck though overall this season like um i like the mix-up of having captain sandy because i do like her Mm -hmm. um in her weird little way i think she just gets shitty casts usually so I like her with like Fraser and Rachel. Oh my god, I just got like a cramp on my hip. And Alyssa. Um, and who and I love Haley too. She's crazy, the redhead. Oh yeah. Haley's she's crazy, wild. but she like she just plays middle but man. She just she keeps her head down. She just keeps it. She moving. just keeps her head down, plays middle man in the sense of like, well, Camille, like you you just have to take people who they are. Like she's like Camille's batshit crazy. <laughs> it, it's wild that she even has the patience to give Camille advice because people like Camille, I don't even bother. I'm like, yeah, no. I gotta go get another drink because like you're not gonna listen to reason ever. Like go do something over there. For sure. Um, I guess we can talk about our other shows that we usually talk about, but hello, like wealth of content. We have to, and it's been a while since we've been together. So we have to like, for you sure. Know, and we can get just skim them. We don't have to like go we through don't have to deep scene by scene. Like, no. Yeah. What do you want to start with? 
I mean, I guess we can get salty with the Salt Lake girls. Salty with the 4 a.m. Um, ladies. Jen Shaw citing the Constitution in the opening of the episode. I was like, yes, girl, you know your rights as an American. <laughs> like, I know it's so fucked up, but the more, the closer we get to the sentencing date and the more she references her case <laughs> and like just goes in, I just... You know, I believe in having conviction. So I'm like, yes, girl, according to the U.S. Constitution, you are not guilty or you're innocent until you are proven guilty. But also my whole thing is what do they expect her to fucking say? If she is, if she's playing not guilty, why would she on camera ever try to appear guilty? Who would do that? So the fact that everyone is like, I can't believe she's so good at it. She's such a narcissist, whatever. It's like, She's fighting for her life, literally, like whether she's guilty and or also, not. And also if you guys so. keep asking her about it, she's not going to say like, oh yeah, I kind of did ruin a bunch of old oh, people. Oh yeah, those old people. Hmm. Tragic. I, stole all, I stole Granny's money times a thousand. Times <laughs> like a hundred thousand probably. Right. Like, yeah. And I think they got to that at one point, like Lisa. Which reminds me to tell you something off camera because I think, okay, I'm going to tell you know, You know a victim? I feel like I almost became a victim. I always tell my grandma to watch out. And then especially not a victim. Okay. It's not I just real. don't eat. Listen, I don't answer a number that I don't recognize unless um, it's like in my area code and has like, you know how usually, you know, by the first three digits of the phone number two, like yeah. it's like your workplace or like your hospital or whatever. Um, if it's unknown full for me, I don't answer that shit. Oh, I always say if someone goes, really needs me, they can leave a voicemail or they can text yeah, me. Like, I still believe in voicemails. So like if leave me the message and if you sound legitimate, then I will call you back. Exactly. You know. Also, like if you have like an elderly person in your life and they like use landlines and you know, whatever, um, you know, like they aren't like super tech forward. Um, like my grandmother and I have a word if she's ever not sure if it's me on the phone. Because she's repeatedly had people um, who know my name and say like, hey, it's Ruby. I've been in a car accident or like I was in a car accident. This no person's way. in the hospital. I need money. I'm in jail. Like I, they said that I killed the fetus of a pregnant person <gasps> to my grandmother on the phone. Like that's why when you said that man said the thing about the leukemia and the child, like they intentionally say things that are supposed to like pull your morality um to like help as part of the human race and this is like the second time that it's happened to her because one time they claimed to be my uncle and again used his first name and that's what i'm telling you that's insane and i told her i was like i have no soul wow there's like there's even like a specific way i greet her every time i call her too so like i'm like girl if i don't if i don't if you don't answer the phone and hear me talk the way that i always talk to you hang up I was like, don't even say like, no, or this, like, cause you don't know what the trigger is for them to like pull an account and do whatever, you know what I mean? For sure. And so I was like, so people like, I feel like people who are always like, oh, I don't know this number. Let me answer. Your life is boring and you're looking for something exciting. And what you're going to find is someone just emptied all your bank accounts. Cause you had to like get some shits and giggles. Like, go have a one night stand. Don't answer the phone from unknown strangers. Well, I mean, answering a phone. To me, that's the less of a risk. Gonna, like, answering <laughs> I don't a phone know if that's advisable, like, but I'm just account, saying. But, like, 
Bruh, all I'm saying is like, don't answer on the phone. Like someone's mom, like you'll get AIDS and die. Like you sound like <laughs> a woman. Don't have sex, you'll get AIDS, then you'll die. Like <laughs> there are other I, just, I don't know why people are pressed to answer the phone, like in 2022. You know what I mean? If it's like not somebody that they know. Oh, I hate answering the phone. Like how what I need to how be for. sad is your life that you're like oh I gotta get this call it could be Martha Stewart trying to get me on her show like what maybe <laughs> nobody's calling you stop and also like if it's that important they will leave you a message they will leave you a message they will email you like it's not like if you miss the call you're not gonna win your seat on the price is right you know what I'm saying like I'm just trying <laughs> to think of what is so exciting that you're like oh I gotta answer that unknown call because nothing maybe it's because I've experienced my life. I'm like, nothing makes me excited to answer an, an unknown number. That's how my, uh, well, actually she didn't even answer it. My uncle who like, didn't speak to my mom for seven years, he called her and like, she didn't have his current number at the time. And it was like, we saw the area code. And I said it as a joke. I was like, I wonder if that's so-and-so. And she didn't answer it because it's an unknown number because she was raised right. And then she listened to the voicemail and she's like, maybe you should not be guessing anymore. And he literally called and was like, hey, I'm coming to visit you and I'm staying for three weeks. After not having spoken to us in seven years. <laughs> that was the first thing he said on the phone. I booked my flight. My wife and I are coming to stay with y'all for three weeks. Doesn't know if we're going out of the country or like nothing. Other lives or doing have other lives, like nothing. And then literally I had to go like pick them up the day they got there because, um, their car got broken into after we warned them not to like leave stuff in their car in California. I had to leave work early and be like, sorry, I have to go console my uncle and his wife because one of their suitcases got stolen when their car got broken into after not following our advice. That's my family. Anyways. Oh god. Um, back to Jen Shaw. <laughs> like, we're never gonna get into this show. I was weak um, at Whitney being like, if she goes to jail, I'm just gonna have it might be an awkward conversation that we're gonna have. But I'll do conjugal visits. I think she, she meant it. She I was think so she sincere. I think she meant she would fuck Jen if if Jen needed a fuck. See, because she said it was going to be awkward. I don't think that she meant it that way. Like, I think she meant, like, it's going to be an awkward conversation of, like, wow, you actually stole from old people. But I'll go visit her. But, like, the fact that she said conjugal visits, I was like, what the hell? I, I think either she... I think she knew what that word meant. So either whether she faked not knowing or she was like, no, I'll fuck her if she needs something. <laughs> I mean, Coach Shaw is too busy. Like he's not going to I mean, Coach Shaw's not right for kids. Her. He can't dick her down in jail. I mean, he only has one kid and she's like six. He's like 16, but 17 years old. Yeah, but the kid has needs. And he's- I mean, the other one is like in doctor school, med school. They have needs. 17? What needs did you have from your parents at 17 that you couldn't do on your own? I'm different because I was born old. <laughs> but like, they need money. They need like help with college applications. Cash apps. Um, help with co college applications. I'm sure he has someone for that. I'm positive. Yeah. And maybe he needs to cry to his father because his mom is in prison for like playing half of our country he's not gonna cry every day and he's like being bullied at school and social media harassed. he's not being bullied he's a football player you are just like <laughs> not having empathy for omar and I'm i have empathy for omar i'm just saying like, omar let's is a self-sufficient almost adult 
he doesn't need him. I mean, he does need him. Everyone needs their parents, but I'm just saying, like, he like that's what I'm saying. Go shop this, and go visit. My mom is my best friend. You visits. your mom when you were 17 for something. I don't know what he could go have conjugal visits with Jen and come back, and Omar would be like, "You left? What? I didn't even." Notice. I mean, I know what you're saying, but they still need their parents. Indy's wrong, y'all. She's anyway. Not she what else happened him. on this episode? <laughs> Um, I have a question because like this was like the Meredith fashion show for the nephew Meredith and her new confessional her nipples were like headlights I thought if you have fake boobs are the nipples still sense like can the nipples still get hard yeah because can they feel anything normally depending on what type of boob job you have if they go under the boob or if they go if they go through then you have more like it can cause your nipples to be more sensitive Oh, I thought it removed the feeling. Sometimes like the silicone behind the nipple. Sometimes they stay hard. Like I know what. Uh, that's what friends, I was wondering. Do they just stay perma hard? Yeah, my friends said that her stay and never go soft. Hard and they've never go soft. I would be wearing like at least a pasty. I don't want my head. One of my friends, those pasties didn't even work. What? One of my friends, those pasties, like you could still see the nipple through it. Like that's hard. Yeah. Do they feel anything? Like, can they still be aroused? See, I don't know. I didn't ask, ask all friend and then report back to me. Can you still feel aroused? This will inform. This will inform whether or not I get a boob job one day. Oh, I almost did, and I almost got my nipples pierced. And I hear the same thing for your nipples being pierced. Like, my friends. Well, are I heard hard. your nipples being pierced. You're more sensitive, but if your boobs, you just go under the. You can just go under. You don't have to go through. It leaves a scar anyway. I mean, I'm not going to get the Meredith. Uh, it just depends Meredith on if you want them like under. It's like an under or over. I can't remember. I'm no boob god. I'm not no Lenny Hoxstein. Um. Okay, that was like my big question of the episode. Um, like the whole thing season is a flop. Like I love how they had to edit out every scene that was like mostly the friends because like none of the other core people would go to the like. Whitney had a wild bros party and not a single core cast member went. It was just the friends. So they just gave us like a flashback from Meredith's show. It was like mostly the friends. I, oh, I thought it was super tacky that Angie K took the money from the Shaw family. Super tacky. I was like, you're cemented as a garbage person. The fact that they were like, thank you so much. I'm like. That was so tacky. And taking it from the person whose birthday party it was like, oh, yeah. Tackiness. Don't host anything. And then, of course, like what we were talking about last night when we were texting was like the Heather Whitney conversation. And like, I try not to look at other accounts until we've recorded, but I've been working from home. So I've been on my phone way too much. Um, And there was someone who made a good point that like for Whitney, it's about the friendship and for Heather, it's about control. Mm -hmm. So it's not so much that she like cares whether or not Whitney's her friend. It's like her getting to decide if they're friends or not, because Whitney's already made like she's pissed that Whitney made the decision to be on the friend break on her own without like Heather deciding that they were. Yeah. And I just we know I can't stand Heather, Heather McCain. So I just don't have time for her. Um, I don't have time for her black eye. And I somebody else made a good point that like we shouldn't be making like a comedic storyline out of like potential domestic violence by like pretending you know that this woman probably hit her and stuff is like kind of fucked up too so that is so weird about being like you know what we'll shut them all up to jen like you saying like you want to know what happened to my my eye like weird like her reindeer games are so weird 
And then like, I don't know what she's trying to get out of besides attention. Yeah, I'm over that. Um, Dana Fanana came clocked in. She's like, I love that Jen Shaw gave her um, a box of color of hair dye. So rude. (laughs) Like if she wanted to like, dye her hair, girl she, bonding moment. She clearly could. Have. <laughs> I was like, that's why that's my girl, y'all. Like, she said, color them grays, because it's true. Because Dana does not seem to be that old, and like maybe she just has like good skin and good health routine. So when you have the grays, it really like it's one thing if you're already about to be like full gray, and you're like, I'm gonna rock the silver fox vibe. But when you just have the streaks. That's not cute. Hot take. I like it. Like, I like when people embrace, like, their own, like, their hair color and, like, whatever it is. Like, I know a girl from high school that had, like, like, a streak that had no melanin. And, like, I mean, she couldn't do anything about it. Like, dyeing it. It's, like, if you're albino, it's, like, an albino streak. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if it's, Um, like, a natural thing when you're, like, a kid. Right. So, and she just, like, rocked the fuck out of it. And so I appreciate people who, like their hair grays and they just are like we're just gonna keep it i mean some people dye their hair platinum blonde that's basically gray or like have gray highlights no and i like i appreciate people aging gracefully but i'm just like when you're in that awkward stage like just dye it when it's still only 18 percent of your hair is gray and then once you're in that like 50 to 60 to 70 then let it you know what i mean I'm pro. I'm just like not a transition girl, you know. I don't go with. If you don't know anything about me, guys, I'm not a go with the flow cool girl. (laughs) uh, Everything is controlled, and there's order, and there's choices to be made, girl. Oh, I am too, but I'm also everyone. Let your freak flag fly. Okay, family stone. (laughs) (laughs) She's been in that Luke Wilson gig for too long. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I love the gays. Brad Stevenson. Um, Family Karma. Sure, let's do it. There, the Family Karma is um a nation divided right now amongst the aunties because after this episode, the children have like you know entered the chat, and it seems like Amrit, Vishal, and Monica maybe are very and Nobali are very pro like Reshma, and then Anisha. And Brian are very pro their moms. Yeah. Whew. Drama. The chai is hot, as Anisha would say. Um, Bali has me really stressed out as she continues to be the Sonia Morgan of family karma in like both a good and bad way, right? Like she's still the lovable one. She like has like a very fun life, but like living at home with the parents at the, you know, and that happens to the best of us. Like sometimes you're in a, bad situation Mm and go right but it just is like all just so stressful to me because there's like how did the ex-husband have the control of the house to do that and like just go live with your boyfriend of seven years and just come back and film the show for a couple months like tinsley did with new york or like anisha's doing now right like Um, she doesn't seem like she's a very responsible person that's what i mean like i don't think that she's she doesn't seem very responsible and I do not understand their whole divorce like settlement because I'm sorry what and, like these financial arrangements it's giving like an Ashley Darby Michael Darby you know how like she wants to buy For the sure. house that will be Ashley Darby 18 years from now that will be Ashley Darby he will kick her out of the damn house and she's going with Sheila and Uncle Lump <laughs> dressed out and they're gonna be like bitch we told you not to do that 
like all because she wants to live in a big house yeah that's probably the same thing that bali did she's like i want to live in my nice house with my daughter yeah um oh bali i i just don't even have anything to say because it's like okay you don't want to live in louis because your support system is there but like but that's your man like you have to make that your home you know what i mean is like because otherwise then you're not like fully to me that means you're not fully together do you know you don't know what it could be because like and also i have a biased perspective right because like i'm part of a military family so like my family had to make the choice wherever we lived like that was our home yeah our family was our like the family that we created together was our support system so even if you're a family of two like even if anushka wasn't there or something and it was just two, like when you choose for someone to be your partner in life like you are a unit and I would want to move in with them like eventually or like be close to them like like not even moving in if that's not anyone's cup of tea but like being close like traveling back and forth to Louisville Kentucky is like Mm -mm. all right limbo um moving on from Bali I mean I guess we can take one break yeah then we'll get back because I have more to say uh more okay back to family karma bougie ass chocolate over there oh these are perfect pairings yes, wine and chocolate this wine or i mean this chocolate would go it's good like oh it's perfect pairings I, i'm the wine you're the chocolate except for in real life as far as personality goes you're definitely the wine and i'm the chocolate <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> um i don't know exactly but it just sounded good because wine wine can make you lose your inhibitions and you never have inhibitions you're right (laughs) whereas chocolate is sweet and i guess dark chocolate slightly bitter and i wouldn't say i'm bitter um i was talking to a guy on an app and he was like what's your like what do you prefer out of this and like what's your favorite ice cream flavor and i was like is this one of those like psychological test where you're gonna tell me like how I interact with like children based on this or like how I see the world and he like I think didn't think that far you know me I'm like always overthinking and I forget guys are dumb and he like went and googled like what people who like chocolate ice cream are like or something (laughs) and like sent me like a list of like fake personality traits he made up and was like does this sound like you I was like yeah because he only said good things that sounds so cute I like this guy so far where'd you find him have you downloaded have you used that one app that um uh shep got caught on what is it um (laughs) no i you have to have like you have to know someone to get on that really for like celebs and like d-list celebs oh i didn't even know that are you talking about raya yeah raya Raya. yeah you have to i think you have to pay for that and you have to like submit an application and i don't think that i fit like the generic standards for because i used to use so back in my like hot girl days which you know (laughs) you never know in this lifetime i mean hot girl days should never end but absolutely not but when i try dating apps because i hate them um completely i'm just not a dating app girl i have to meet you in person it's got to be like a connection like in person or else it's just a no um i used luxy pro and that has Luxie Pro. Yeah, and you have to like be approved like for it. Like they won't just like let you. Oh, in. see, that's like that's kind of like you have to do with Raya. And yeah. like I just feel like you have cute pictures. I have like okay pictures, but none that people would be like, yeah, we're approving. Like you know, I'm not yes, like you do. 
looking super hot doing stuff. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, you do, bitch. You do have hot pictures. When you well, are like uh, like a couple of drinks and you take like <laughs> really hot pictures. So you okay, well, next them. time, <laughs> next time flag one if you're like, this is a hot picture that will get you approved. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I I'm I'm confident in myself. Like I think I'm gorgeous. Whatever. Oh, I know you do. But okay. <laughs> but like I don't know that like I think of myself as like hot and sexy in like the way I think I'm hot and sexy, but like I don't think I'm like what society thinks is hot and sexy. You know, like I'm not an insta ho. I'm not saying anybody else is. I'm just saying like I feel like I don't give that like allure in the same way. Like mine is like a goofy hot. You know what I mean? Do you see the way I look right now? Do, do you see the way I look right now? Yeah. I washed my hair, did not but put I'm, anything in I'm just in saying, it. like, I look a hot ass I just ass feel mess. like I don't give You are beautiful. I, I agree. We're both <laughs> agree. gorgeous. Like, there's also a pattern of, like, you become friends who are, like, the same level of attractive. I'm not saying I'm unattractive. I'm just saying, like, I don't feel like I give that, like, uh, vibe. I don't know. You only don't give that vibe because you don't think you give that vibe. No one on the outside world has ever <laughs> said that to you. No one has ever thought that. You are projecting your opinions on your level projection, of hotness. Like projection. Like projection onto the rest of us when we didn't ever say that. And I think that's quite rude of you. And I think it, you should change your opinion. I, I talk kindly to myself, people. I'm a very like body positive, highly, probably delusionally high image of myself. That's not the problem. I'm just saying, I don't think I give that like. Yeah. I mean, there are definitely definite like a porn star vibe. Of, like, not that that's what I'm trying to give. Like, but honestly, a lot of that stuff is face tune. That stuff is surgery. I, like, oh yeah, there are no, some I'm always drop like, dead. That part I'm always confident in is like, beautiful if you see a picture of me, that's what I look like. That's like, not like I'm my, not fucking around with anything. My friend Danny has such a like filter face in the sense of like perfect symmetrical head shape, yeah. perfect cheekbones. Like she has yeah. no baby face. It's just like chiseled jaw chiseled cheeks like we're like giving and I'm like over here just guashing the fuck out of my face just trying to get my cheekbones to like give something I know I she needs like no filter a, a filter doesn't change her at all <laughs> on New Year's I practiced like a light contour I was like come on sculpt like she might listen to this and be like oh my gosh did you just say I was beautiful? I'm like yes bitch you already know yeah how beautiful no. you are I have I have a good self image. I also agree with you that like apps are usually not my thing, but again, we're trying new things. You know, putting herself out there, like surrendering as we say all I the think time. You just just like no, batting practice never hurts, you know what I'm saying? Is like working on the roster is always a good thing. So, we're out here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll report back to you later. <laughs> yes, report back no, to me. No, it was very cute. It was very what sweet. one of them? <laughs> like, has like an elevator service business, like where he like fixes elevators. Like Bitch, she's the owner though. I'm so done with this elevator. I am not. I am not done with elevator man ever. I don't know why I thought of it. I don't know where it came from. You know, I may have been reading a Jasmine God of you book. because there was an elevator, but it was a movie. So it wasn't like for me. And I may oh. have been reading The Wedding Day by Jasmine Gullery, who I love her books, like, and they oh, met in an yeah. elevator on the wedding day. And so I may have, it's my mother, I'll call her back. Speaking of my best friend, 
ignore my best friend <laughs> ignore my best friend that's all i call it back um i was watching a movie called the hating game it has i Lucy love that movie yeah i love it so i, I saw it for the first time the other day when they start making out in the elevator i lost well i lost it a lot during that movie. it was that so good fine. but i thought of you because i was like oh this is that elevator jam she wants me to get into that and i was like i was like, I was like but like a lot of those scenes i was like i have to rewatch this movie yeah. it was actually really well done yeah, because the stakes were never too high but there were stakes to be had like it yeah. wasn't like a lifetime hallmark movie. it kind of reminded me of, if you like that one you would like the setup uh, or set it up that's on netflix oh yeah that one's cute i've seen that yeah. one too yeah but that guy was fine i was like and lucy hill like shocked me too because like i haven't seen her since pretty little liars so i didn't know what she could get into but she was also really good at it like I watch in- everything with lucy hill anything i i have an not an attraction because i have the same face structure structure ish but like any actress that, that has like her. big <laughs> eyes because i yeah. grew up like hating my big eyes like Aww. I'm automatically like I love them like yeah so, Mila Kunis Lucy Hale anyone with the big eyes I'm like you're my you're girl. on that Anne Bridgali tip because she also loves the big eyes mm-hmm. and she also has big eyes too yeah. Sure. yeah no amber and i actually like little lucy stands like we're always like oh i'm so sorry her tv show didn't work out yet again <laughs> even I though know. we didn't we don't end up watching it but we're always i like, did i watched the her. cat um one on Caddy cw Keen. yeah Caddy Keen. i watched that i watch everything <laughs> come on halinators we out here i know okay should we get um, back to family car <laughs> oh yeah so the aunties are fighting oh yeah we're concerned about bali because we were talking about partners like are you in or are you out? Like, I don't half ass things either. Like, if I've decided I'm with you, like, we're going in, baby. Yeah, no. I'm not living half time here, there, everywhere. I couldn't do it. It's too much work, but I'm going to be her at the end of the month. Everybody, I'm going to put up my Poshmark account because I'm cleaning out this closet slash my whole apartment. So if you want stuff, be on the lookout on my Instagram <laughs> at the end of the month. Oh, that's cute. I got hella cute stuff and... I have too much of it. So I'm being generous and selling it to you. See, I already gave away all of my stuff to my niece who's in middle school. And I'm like, oh, like I barely wore this stuff or I've never worn it. Or these are like $250 jeans that I cannot wear that I want you to just stunt in so you can have them. Um, So I just gave them all to her. Uh, I have nephews, so it will be. And they're like 18 at this point. They are fully grown i'm gonna go <laughs> see them for uh one of them's turning 21 and oh my god i just said 18 like, well one is gonna turn 18 and the other one's turning 21 jeez that's insane ruby i remember they were like babies i know i used to like just be like look at this child and hold him up like simba from the lion king and, <laughs> and now, now you can't hold like anyone up tall. Yeah. Yeah. No, the they're like super excited that I'm coming. I'm always like, isn't it crazy? You guys just keep getting older and Aunt Ruby just stays the same age. And they're like, please stop talking. I just love how every other generation in your family is redheads. And so you're gonna have redheaded well, kids inevitably. Yeah, that's probably what'll happen is there's gonna be a few genders in the in the roost, if you will. So <laughs> be on the lookout for that in ten. I minutes. love it. I love redheads with freckles. They're my favorite. Well, um, Latin redheads are the most dangerous subsect of humanity. For so. sure. <laughs> so it's going to be a time, y'all. But anyways, <laughs> um, I'm also really happy for Anisha 
Um, because I feel like she definitely has like gotten into her like groove of life. Like, um, you know, she's doing her fashion show. And when she started the show, she was kind of like at her lowest point career wise. And I like that. She's like really putting herself out there. I love how much her mom like unconditionally supports her. Cause again, we always are talking about our moms. They're very supportive people in our lives. And so like, that's very relatable to us where they're just like, we believe in you. You're going to be able to do this. And I think that for as much stress as Anisha was under, I think she's been one of those people on the show who's really smart with like her time and money mm-hmm. and really like using her opportunity with this platform to like set herself up for, cause like when you watch the Bravo shows and people are like, oh, I have this liquor coming out or I have this random business coming out. And it's like, who knows why the fuck you're doing that? Like she's continuing on the path that she was on before the show and just like optimizing on that but this was her career and her interest before so I feel like that's a really solid setup for her um so I'm like just very happy for her and then um we had like a little we had like a little sprinkling of the Monica Rich thing I'm over it like they're broken up and if they're not they will break up one day so I mean I love a love language of of material items but I me and John just recently had this conversation it's like material items only go so far when you love someone and you're invested in that person it's like I need real change I need real well it doesn't count it doesn't if if you're fighting like if if someone gets you a just because gift that's super special to me right but you got this um like hey you found out that I might be cheating on you but I supposedly didn't here's a bag that like, just doesn't make things easy. right that, but I went before a lady Dior that bag is flowers. not d-i-o-r that bag is g-u-i-l-t-y it's just a very expensive version of flowers like exactly. I love the flowers I like flowers are Sam sorry like I love the flowers but we're like the change behavior have to, has to come with it and if I had to choose between flowers and a Lady Dior, I'm choosing the Lady Dior, obviously. I think everyone would. Oh, God. But again, I love how Monica was like, this gift doesn't change anything. Like, well, she said that in her confessional months later. So yeah. she wasn't feeling that type of way. Because when she got the bag and Bali asked her about the bag, she was all about her new purse. So yeah. Miss Monica is now trying to act like she's all grown and wise in her confessional a year later. Ooh, but you know yeah. that she would. I don't trust her. There's nothing more we need to really talk about with that. But do you want to move on to the? Do we need to talk about the auntie bunch? I mean, not really. Like they, they fight and <laughs> like, we're going to find out more next week. Cause I feel like yeah. next week is when shit gets crazy. I kind of feel Almost like mom reminds me of my aunt, like, and just the way that they look, they look the exact same. And it's like really creepy looking at her. I'm like, that looks like my aunt. I kind of like wasn't on anybody's side for it because like, I don't think, like, I understand it. it's just, like, I didn't like that they were trying to force Amrit's mom to agree with them. Like, if she doesn't agree, she doesn't agree, move on. But I also thought it was, like, super extra to be, like, I'm going to leave this party because they're talking shit. It's, like, whatever. I'm glad that, I mean, she's the least dramatic person, like, to me. So, like, the way she left the party was, like, oh, I, like, like, she said she didn't feel good or something. Like, I have a headache. I'm just going to go. Um... But I do think that Reshma has a... I mean, I loathe Reshma, so... I think she has, like, not vindictive, but she oh, is yeah. very petty. Like, I think Reshma's petty. And it's if she petty. doesn't want to talk to you, she's not going to talk to you. And I, like, it makes you... Like, the first season, I liked Reshma. 
because we didn't really understand her but as like the seasons went on I was like oh I'm seeing Lopa like no you know I was out here for Lopa from the jump I was like I I just know people's numbers quick and I know when someone is as we say in Puerto Rico playing the dead little fly like oh my god I'm so in it what somebody's mad at me what I, I didn't do anything yeah I, yeah, I can I like see that bullshit from a mile away. And then the way that like her and the husband and Vishal were in that confessional at the end and she was smirking. I was mm-hmm. like, you're a fucking snake, bitch. Yeah, the fact that they were like- I don't like talking about people's moms can. like that, like, but she is a fucking snake. Yeah. No, yeah. thank you. Um, What was the other thing you wanted to get into with Monica? I'm re- and Nicholas's home oh. housewarming. Oh, nothing like it. accidental BDSM party because that's what that was giving. Yeah, I mean those rats were disgusting. Like, why are there rats in your backyard? I around food. Like, I just want to barf. But mm. why was um Anisha and Monica's business so much? Like, y'all literally hated each other last season. Like, she invited you to be in the fashion show, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh. Like, yeah, we are making up-ish, but now I'm going to be in your business and ask Rishi about y'all's marriage timeline. Like, what? That was a little weird. Like, it was, like, a little too comfortable. But I also feel like Anisha, like me, is a student of Lao Tzu, author of The Art of War. And if you really are going to play a long game, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, like, how are things going? Like, how's your life? You know, because Monica's all coming for her the first two seasons all the time so she's like oh it's your turn spotlight is on you now bitch because monica's the one saying like you lie to your parents about how much money's in your savings account so you got to be careful who you fuck with because they're gonna come back and get you so see i don't even think anisha's thinking that deeply like i think anisha is like because the fact that she was like talking to rishi like when she was in hot seat, that is definitely what you would do um <laughs> i think anisha was not thinking like that I think anisha didn't was- take a breath y'all <laughs> I did she not. just said, yep, you would. <laughs> I didn't even think it. you mentioned it. So of course you fucking would. Like what? Sorry, continue. Um, Rishi is just also like, ow, fuck me. But the fact that Anisha was like, okay, now Monica, you're on the hot seat. And was like, you treated me unfairly compared to Amra and Nicholas. And I feel like I, I understood Monica in that way because it's like, look, they came to me super apologetic. Like, yes, I'm going to forgive you. I'm not going to like hit you where you when you already feel like you're down. Yeah. But Nisha never apologized. And she was like, well, I apologize. And then the flashbacks of her basically not apologizing. <laughs> that was kind of awkward. I was like, oh, girl, no, I'm on your team. But you didn't really say sorry. No, you didn't say sorry at all. Like, I was like, yeah. okay, so Anisha, that's what that was for. Like, got it. Cool. <laughs> one a week i'm done uh yeah i have no notes on that because <laughs> i didn't really care because monica's a loser um i anyway, like monica you need to get better judgment india i like she's monica. fake as fuck because she's always pretending like i just don't fuck with people who are like always trying to fit into like what they think people want i feel bad for people like that i don't there's there's too there's too much inspiration in the world now like play some gabby bernstein or some what is that lady tabitha brown like get some inspiration in your life and like get after it (laughs) i listen to both of those people yeah and like go be yourself and stop being a fool 
Okay, oh. so are uh, we gonna move <laughs> on to? I guess it's time for Potomac. Yeah, so we can do Potomac. Potomac. Um. Whew. So this was the Karen show, and Karen, like, let's preface because we weren't together. Karen talked mad shit about Robin and Giselle's show, which, to be fair, remember it, but like a friend of mine was like, hey, do you want to go see the Reason Be Shady show? And I was like, that was way too expensive for what they were offering. You talked about that 140 for two drinks, remember, for the VIP mm-hmm. tickets? Yeah, so, you know, as much as I would have loved to have my photo op, that's that's not the amount of money I'm willing to pay. Um, But Karen talking about, like, selling out the show and all this stuff, Karen's show was not Karen's show. And she was, like, talking this big game about being the first non-comedian at DC Improv. And at first, I was, like, going to give her her roses until I saw what the show was. And she had Jasmine Masters, which if people don't know, Jasmine Masters was on RuPaul's Drag Race. And yeah. Was famous drag queen. And isn't she, uh, like, she has, like, a lot of memes and stuff, like, on, like, she was on, like, Vine and stuff. Yeah. Like, no, she's hugely yeah. famous. The comedian, I don't know them but probably a local comedian that's regularly performs at the improv and then they didn't even put on camera but apparently cc peniston was on there which is like queen of finally like and it was for pride so it wasn't like i'm sure karen sold some tickets with her name on there like there were some people who are like oh i love housewives i want to see karen but that show was sold out because those three other people were on the show yeah for sure so I feel like it was just such a misrepresentation. And like, that's why I like eye roll at the Karen stands sometimes. Cause they're like, she does no wrong. Like she's a queen. She's perfect. It's like, if any of those other housewives did that, you would be roasting the fuck out of her. But because you've decided for some reason that the queen of Surrey County is like your queen. And she had no talent, like at least Countess and friends. It was like, for a second, I was actually like, oh, maybe Luann like, thing, but like at least Luann performed her songs and like for sure bits and like even though they're super cheesy, like she's performing in most of the show. Right. And Karen came out like they said for like thirty minutes of a you know two hour show, so that was like just a huge eye roll. The second huge eye roll was um, Ashley's PYT group, the Pretty Young Things. <laughs> The Sesame Street Like, crew. Michael was rolling in his grave. <laughs> the Sesame Street oh. crew. I was weak. We Listen. can just kind of skim this episode. I was weak at Mia was- being like... <laughs> um. So it was funny and on point what Candace said, but I really would love if the Potomac women would move on from physical attributes as like the insults it's like they all have shitty character just go at them for their character and i mean to be tbh and this is coming from personal experience you might look at the girl and be like no way my man would never cheat on me with that troll and yet they would and yet they have men don't have taste they have no taste so stop giving your man that much credit because sometimes (laughs) they do fuck with every kind of character out of the storybook and you are the dumbass who doesn't know yeah for mm-hmm. sure every single character trolls goblins ghouls, ghouls which is <laughs> come on goblins and ghouls we were on it <laughs> i'm weak oh. i'm so weak yeah no it was it was a mess but it was just like i love like those are the kind of fun like deborah is the kind of side character i like on a housewife show because she's definitely not a friend of even like you know she's literally just like in a couple episodes for mess and I even like when they just use her own content against her. So like, yeah, Chris was like up on me and talking to me. And then like 
footage does. It's just so embarrassing. Like, like it's, it's, it's I just so want to actually so rope her friends into this, probably telling them like, maybe if you make your mark, you can be on the show one day. Like I felt like all her little friends were fighting to like become a friend of next season. I thought you Oh, and even before that, I feel like Ashley was like, okay, girl, so here's what we're going to do. You're going to go to this Karen event with me and you're, you, all of you are going to try to flirt your hardest with these fucking men and just try to see if any of them are going to take the bait. Like, and Deborah was the only stupid one that was like, oh yeah, all these men, they love me, girl. You (laughs) and them grouch eyebrows need to get on the fuck that way. I will say I did love when Deborah was like, can we talk one-on-one and Candace goes, no, no, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> Period. Dot. Like, no, ma'am. I said, okay, you look like little Dorothy, but you got points too. Because <laughs> like, that's when I, I was, was so and it's making fun of people's looks. Mm. She was Be careful because so... you're skinny. She was. That's on everything, sis. So I mean, I think Candace is beautiful. I was weak that Mia was like Wendy and Candace are eight and up. Deborah. Love her. Mia was way funnier. (laughs) Mia's was way funnier than Candace's Sesame Street. Mia sent me because like Mia always kind of tries to sound nice at the beginning. And she's like, she's cute. It's just like, she's a four, but she's cute. (laughs) Like she'll always keep trying to make it up at the same time. Like keep Mia on my screen forever. Like even and I need people to realize. Mia would be a great friend of like, she gives me Marlowe energy. Yeah. And this was a great moment of like, because all those people saying like they're colorists, like talking about Robin and everyone being colorist. And it's like, no, it's nothing to do with color. They just, if they don't fuck with someone, they just don't fuck with someone. And Mia acknowledged like Candace and when you're beautiful, AKA has nothing to do with color because old grouch over there was light skin <laughs> and she was a 4.5. So I hope that in that debate too. <laughs> oh God. I'm over it. Um, yeah. I did love to though, like, um, when like Wendy and Eddie were talking about Deborah's accusations, because it's true, like Eddie is the most smiley human ever. It really is. Just like a little sweet teddy bear. And it's like, y'all. I was that's weak, like the they both just laughed. They both just looked at each other and laughed. Like okay, I, I literally wrote I wrote Mia roasting Deborah scream. <laughs> like, cause that's all I could say. Cause I was so weak. I loved it. Um, I love Mia. Keep her on my screen forever. Um, I didn't catch this, but somebody else posted that apparently Gordon accidentally called Dorothy Charisse. <laughs> I didn't see that. I'm just going to say that. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I lost my goddamn mind. <laughs> I love Gordon because he's like just confused all the time. Like. <laughs> When Mia and Jacqueline were trying to do like their whole, like Mia and Jacqueline love to talk in riddles, but like they're not smart enough to make riddles. So it just sounds like confusing, like half clues on a crossword. They're like, yeah. So like, you know, the Porsche who paid the Porsche, like, like all this stuff. And even Gordon was like, what are you talking about? Like, (laughs) he was not in on it. We're out here. Wake up, Gordon. Wake up. (laughs) We want Gordon to live. um so yeah I could I could have like Mia and Gordon doing stupid shit on my screen all day I don't need Jacqueline though like Jacqueline is like trying to be too mysterious and it's too much but I am I did not like at the end of the episode when they did the little uh Charlie Chaplin you know like silent movie bit for the previews next week I was like I've had enough of the editors like I don't need 
like these mini productions at the end of episode you know what I mean like when they always oh, do I things. prefer the mini productions over to be continued well I don't want either on my screen I prefer but which one would you prefer to be continued or the dramatic productions to be continued oh because the productions are too much like even when it's not in a preview for the next week, like, you know, in the middle when they're like, it's a pickleball tournament for the Vanderpump rules. And they like did the eighties music, like shut the fuck up. If it was not good con- footage, if y'all didn't get good footage, shorten the season, pay them less. I'm sorry. Cause that's all they're doing is trying to make it 18 episodes so that everybody gets paid what they want. Mm, if people didn't clock into work, they should have to not get paid. Okay. That's what Carlos King. Those said. are facts. And then, um, um but yeah, uh, I'm excited for next week to see me and Jacqueline fight, to see Karen and Cherise fight. Give me the fights. I yeah, for sure. Because Potomac was starting to feel a little flat. I was also really sick when I was watching Potomac and Family Karma, so that might have also clouded my feelings. No, I watched them both on Sunday too, and they were just as you imagined them. Yeah, okay. Because sometimes I get, you know, when I get feverish, I get like a little confused, so... Yeah. Well, listen, watching that hating game movie feverish oh no i was already kind of healthy by then i was kind of sad i didn't watch it feverish because i was like oh i could be twice over hot and bothered <laughs> should we quickly do like a miami hello obviously speaking of hot and bothered miami gives what needs to be given every week ladies and gentlemen it's really good and others like this whole season because i don't think we've discussed this season at all because we have here. um so- well, we come, on, <laughs> come on, elephant memory. Still trapped, baby. My um, persona is Kiki being like, I'm fucking leaving and taking a Burger King bag out of her purse because she's like, well, I'm ready to get bloated. That, no, that's <laughs> what I was about to say. Her timing of eating the junk food is like very me. Like whenever I go out, everyone always knows I'm going to get like Wawa or a cheeseburger or something at the end of the night because I wanted to look cute all night. Mm-hmm. And everything in the world makes me bloat. I'm like, did you just pull Burger King out of your bag? <laughs> She's like, I saved this because I didn't want to be bloated. But she also lost me with the like suing people over the video just because they got into an argument. I was like, girl, we didn't even know who you were until this show started. I wish they would have her more because the last episode where they had the shaman and she was like crying and just saying like, I'm all by myself. We just didn't understand. Like we still don't yeah. understand as a. I just never a, think um, of her when it's on because of that. I love Kiki. Or like well, I, I tolerated Kiki and like once in a while I would laugh at her little bits. But when she got so mad that she was like, I'm going to sue you guys if you use this. I need to know more about her to see if that's like a like veritable threat. You know what I mean? Because it just seems super overrated. And also Julia cemented her status as a housewife and she's like, I just invited her. I was like, come on, let's make enemies. And when Larsa was like, I heard you were making out the man. She's like, I did. And what? Like. And she only kept Larsa on the list because she wanted her to talk to Martina. And Martina was like, I'd rather make out with a man than a woman. I'm like, oh. I literally love how they get, they like essentially paid Larsa Dust in the sense of like, yeah, yeah what else? And what, what's like, new? At first I was kind of into like Larsa clocking in the season, but deep down we know I'll never like Larsa. And for me, like the fact that her whole story this season is just like, I heard this happen. And I heard this, like I heard Lisa um rents out her house i heard julia made out with a man i heard you know adriana's husband is married or boyfriend is married like to keep the like energy off of her when she's like dating 26 year olds you know what i mean yeah 
Um, um, I didn't really care too much about Adriana's video, but I do think it was like cool to see like, again, somebody else like optimizing their platform for like something that they were already interested in beforehand. And also I like that Adriana has like made it clear, like I have to be able to support myself. Like, I feel like there's a very clear divide also in that group. Like they don't say it, but there's a divide between like the financially maintained and like the financially independent. So like, you've got like Larsa, Alexia, Marisol, Lisa kind of in one gang. And then you have Adriana, Julia, Nicole, and Gertie in another. And not to say like single versus married, but like those other women, like would be able to support themselves single Mm -hmm. regardless the first half is like they kind of have money but most of their money comes from who they were married and so i feel like that's definitely like a respect divide amongst them is like the first four that that's why they're always like coming for the other four because they probably think that the other four feel like better than them because of that Versus they feel better because they're like, I just have to suck dick for money. You know what I mean? Like they both think that the way they get money is better than the other person. They're like, I don't have to work, you know? So I just thought that was like a, a like interesting realization I had about like how the friendships are layered on that show. Because Alexia and Gertie, if you want to talk about two people going at it, I have to rewatch that fight later because I watched it like so quickly. They're Um, both upset about the same thing. Like. Alexia sensitive because her mother passed away Gertie sensitive because Alexia talked about a charity event that was for her brother and her her niece so like it's literally the same fucking what I do like that the point I like that Gertie made about Alexia because like people compare Alexia and Teresa from Jersey a lot together and they do have the same issue for sure Alexia is not a victim until she wants to be a victim because she's like Mm -hmm. she's gone too far with something and then all of a sudden she's like you just don't get it like I'm really sensitive and it's like well you were not saying that like three minutes ago um and the way that like Alexi went from like going in and also it's kind of like I can see why her son is like the way he is if she's like I was born a star like she probably like has that kind of mentality with them too like my little prince you know how Latinx moms are too with the boys Mm -hmm. my little prince you're perfect you've never done anything wrong in your life I was like "Mm." Also, Gertie is a Vogue. Like Gertie was worthy points. That, she, that closet. I was like, come on, sis. The you're ultimate wedding boss. planner. Ultimate event planner. So yes, she has events going on. And yes, you wanted to have an event and she had an event that day. And then you're like, but you still came. Yes, bitch, because I have a team. And she that made does it, the shit that, like and I made, had to rush But she here. felt bad that she couldn't do the event. She made sure to be able to come support you. Exactly. Listen, Gertie, the face I'm sure she was crazy, do that but I'm a Gertie now. stan after this episode. Like, Oh, I love Gertie. Well, I always like enjoyed her, but sometimes I'm like, yeah, the face is a lot like before the season, but like sis is a boss, like her, like in real time, always working, like seeing how she and her husband have like their arrangement with their kids set up. I was weak when he was putting the suntan on her. I was like, come on, Russell. <laughs> I love that he called her and was like, what do you want to drink? And then came up with it and like kissed her neck. She's like, oh, you're being nice today. Like, ooh, I was like, oh, they're so cute. I love them. Yeah. But I just love like how in charge and capable she is. Like, oh, for sure. Like, and we know that too. Like, that's always my favorite kind of housewife is like the one who's like got their own thing going on and is independent and like really self-sufficient. Like we said, natural leaders. I gravitate towards the leaders. 
for sure. But her her nautical confessional though, I did scream because it was giving like 2007 Fergie. Did you see it with like the tilted uh, captain's hat? Yes. <laughs> I, at first I was like, maybe that's for a party until, you know, cause I, I wasn't looking up at the time and I was like, oh no, that's her confessional look. Okay. Okay. That is a choice. For sure. Love choices. Yeah. Um, And then we had like Julia did her house party from farm to glam. That was super cute. Um, Her daughter lives in Richmond. I know. Goes to school here. So I'm wondering if it's university of Richmond or VCU. Yeah, she goes to U of R. Does not, oh, like she does not go to VSU, so we can already take that on out, <clears throat> unfortunately. <laughs> um, she goes to U of R, which is not shocking. Um, but I love, like you said, that like Julia brought Martina out and said, ask the questions you would like to ask, basically. Like, go ahead, because Larsa's raggedy. And then um, also Adriana's dress. Listen, I like people who are sexy, but like... The number of holes on that dress, like for a house party, a housewarming party. And even if it's Miami, like because Larsis was already kind of pushing it. Like I hate the macrame netting vibe, like the Ramona Singer of it all. But Adriana's, I was like, what's left? Like it it was giving rainbow. And y'all know <laughs> what rainbow is. So. It was giving very much rainbow. If you're a listener, you know what rainbow is. Um, but I do, I will say, like, um, I love. I always love Miami style in general. Like when I was looking at all of them together, it was like, it wasn't like everybody was wearing, you know, like that Beverly Hills party where they all wore the same pink dress. And it was like, seriously, you have no sense of like what your style is. Like I loved, you know, like a few of them are in yellow, but like I love Nicole and like playing around with the extensions and Marisol always has like her specific look. And Julia always has her maxi dresses. And yes, Larsa and and Adriana always look like prostitutes. It's fine. Um, and who's the other one? Gertie had her vibe. You know, like they're all true to their own vibe and they're always like really playful and colorful, which I love. Yeah, for sure. Very I Miami. Love, love a Miami style moment. Um, and then I like legit started almost crying, which is crying for other people when um Martina and Julia kissed at the end of the episode. It was so cute. And then they when they were like, Julie, you should surprise her by going in. And then that was like, when Martina jumped in, she saw her, she was so happy. I was like, Oh, it's the little yeah. things. Yeah. Really. I was like, full stand moment. And I clearly love- uh, I was gonna say, because clearly like Lisa's stuff coming up like has made them all evaluate their relationships like, yeah. oh shit. Like, yeah. I forgot about that. They didn't give her too much airtime, which I feel like makes sense because there's a lot going on so much yeah it's really stressful like now apparently i don't know if this is in real time or like was part of the show too like it's come out like lenny saying that that lisa was emotionally abusive Mm -hmm. and like playing all these games with him too and like you know we kind of saw not emotionally emotional abuse at all but like you know her always complaining about like him working and doing this and doing that and she wanted to do other you know it's like he's trying to like sell his side too, like as much as he can milk it. So it's like huge drama. Yeah. And my whole thing is still being, cause I commented this on someone's page, but I was like, the crime still doesn't fit the punishment. Even if Lisa were to be like, I want to go out. I want to like shake my ass. Like you're <laughs> literally like putting your family, someone you've been with for 15 years, throwing them and your children to the wayside for a whore who is yeah. also still married. Like, which that means nothing like so let me yeah. take that out but it's like where does a love go so fast like where you're just like I don't even care about this person's well-being like no yeah. one deserves that 
I feel like she probably knew to a certain extent. I think she probably knew that like, let me phrase this carefully. I feel like she knew that there's the possibility that he would maybe continuously step out on her, Mm -hmm. but I don't think leave her. And she was going to be able to compromise with him doing shenanigans because like if you're hosting the parties that he was hosting and you're thinking that he's not going to fuck other people, baby. Right. Let's, let's come back to this reality on this plan. (laughs) Flop. Anyway. Um, I was just like, if you really think that, oh, he's having these kind of parties and he's not at least like fooling around with other people behind your back, you are either lying to yourself or like, I don't say, I don't think deserve what's coming to you, but like, you're going to get what you're going to get. If like, if you play stupid games, you know, you get stupid prizes kind of energy. Yeah. Um, And I'm not saying anything he did was right. It's just like, you should have seen this coming. Yeah, I love that Nicole was like, this is just a reminder that even though everything is great between me and her fiance, like that Mm -hmm. I'm never going to stop working because you can only rely on yourself. Like people have the, you, when you give people the power to let you down, yeah, they, they will. Well, when you give people the power to like be in charge of your fate, yeah, that's what like, they will use you disposably because like you are there, like to them, you are property at some point. Mm -hmm. I mean, like you're just another expense for me like they're looking at you like an expense report the way it's like oh I need to stop eating out or I need to stop shopping at these stores or you know like stop doing I need to stop being married to this person because they are expensive yeah and I'm not interested and because they're not thinking of me as a person anymore like high key yeah no when Nicole said that I was like that's what everybody needs to like bleed into their brain system Mm -hmm. is like you got to take care of you first and not be waiting on somebody else to take care of you ever yep Ever, 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 ever. Because no matter what contracts you sign or what you think you're going to get, if something goes, it's never going to be that. It's also going to be such a painful experience until you get past that too. Yep. So yeah, people make your own money. Take care of yourself. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, Any final thoughts, Rubes? I feel like I let out so much today because <laughs> it's been so long. I know. I, I'm i exhausted from being on here with you. I know. You were giving a lot of yawns at the end. I'm a yawner. But I cover my mouth now because one time on FaceTime, John took, he always tells me, cover your mouth. And so he, he's like, okay, one of these days I'm going to teach you a lesson. And he screenshotted so many <gasps> pictures of me yawning on FaceTime. Ruby, I look like the scream that's mask. disrespectful i looked like the scream mask and i said you know what i need to change he's like i thought <laughs> that you think that you saw this what a shady monster <laughs> it was awful Nothing. i needed no i needed that because every like he's like cover your mouth when you yawn cover your mouth when you listen yawn. you know what sometimes that's true because um one of my friends facetimed me today and she's like look i found this video from like a year ago when i had like this housewarming party and the way that I was walking and carrying myself, I was like, is that what I look? It was like giving Teddy Mellencamp. I was like all hunched <laughs> over with like my arms out. I was like, ew, I wouldn't want that. Like what? Why are you need that like realization. That? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, lower your shoulders. And I was like, also thank God I finally cut my hair because I was giving like, you know, none in a convent monastery energy, like so many things. So, so many things. <laughs> I was just like, I look like, and then I'm like, do I have friends? But you know, I do, but whew, 
that was back in the dark times too. So oh, the dark times, like okay. right before we started our pod. Oh, because there's only there's only been light since then. Um, yeah, shout out to us. <laughs> everything you need is in the caption. So follow us at Pop of Color Pod on Twitter and Instagram for more chaotic, unhinged thoughts that we have. Um, and yeah, we are excited for 2023. Yeah, do your best this year, you guys. We believe in you. Woo! Spirit fingers, spirit, spirit fingers. Golf claps, golf claps all around. All right, and we will catch you guys next week. Toodles, poodles. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,